Hello, and welcome to the Intuitive Woman Podcast. My name is Tina Conroy. I am so grateful you are here. As a professional intuitive medium, Reiki master, and yoga teacher, my intention is to explore intuition so you can gain clarity, confidence, and trust in your inner wisdom. I honor your spiritual growth. Thank you for listening. Today on the podcast, I'm sharing my Facebook Live that I did with Susie McMahon. Susie is the host of the podcast, Luxurious Journeys and Wellness, and is a travel advisor. We share how we met, business, travel, and the Spirit Sisters Retreat I held with my sister Dawn in Costa Rica in 2019. I was so fortunate to reconnect with this amazing lady. I know you will love our conversation and find a bit of humor with our adventure. I will leave all Susie's info below for you to connect with her. It is hard to believe we are coming to the end of this year, and boy, what a year it has been. I have opened up my schedule for more mediumship and intuitive readings before 2020 comes to a close. If you are feeling called for a healing and connecting with spirit, feel free to contact me. I'm sending you so much love and blessings on this day. Namaste. Hi there. Welcome everybody to Wind Down Wednesday. I'm Susie McMahon and I'm so excited to have my guest, Tina Conroy. I'm going to raise my glass to you. Tina, let's say cheers this Wednesday. We all need some happy oh, there we go. <laughs> no, no, cheers. We cheers. All, <laughs> we all need some happiness and um, fun loving right now um, based on everything going on in the world, but things are good. I am Susie McMahon with Lux Low Country Travel, and my guest today is a 15-year friend of mine. Uh, we met 15 years ago when I was a mom of three little toddlers and I wanted to teach yoga to children. And I went to a teaching up in Indiana, right on the border between Indiana and Michigan. And one of my co, uh, one of the other students is this lovely lady, lady Tina Conroy. Um, subsequently, I went to visit her in New York City. Um, we met last summer um, there in New York. And then I took a fantastic, authentic, unique retreat to Costa Rica with Tina and her real life sister, Dawn. They have something called Spirit Sister Retreats. And with that little welcome, I just want to say hi, Tina. Say hi to the Travel by Susie and Lux Low Country Travel audience. Tell me a little bit about yourself or share who you are, the intuitive woman, with everybody out there today. Oh my goodness. So thank you so much. Has it really been that long? Oh my goodness. So glad to be here for all your your viewers. And it's exciting. When you when you go back, just before I even introduce myself, you take me back to that place where that was the first time that I actually traveled alone without my family. I don't know if I've ever shared that with you. No. It was the first time that I had done anything for myself as a young mom, and I had traveled alone more than an overnight. And I remember that trip so vividly for that reason, and also learning and growing and meeting people like you. So that was the beginning of my journey of the desire for travel and the desire for learning. So uh, it brought me back some really good memories. So thank you for that. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, tell my friends what your name is Tina, but you are the intuitive woman and you have quite a following. I know you have the intuitive woman podcast, which is extremely popular and your live at fives that you do on Facebook and Instagram. Tell me what the intuitive woman is, or just give us a summary about that. Sure. So the intuitive woman is my branding, my name, the intuitive woman and the intuitive woman podcast. And, uh, you know, it comes about all things come about as an evolution. I started, like you said, teaching yoga to children, then it was to teens, then it was to adults, found my way into Reiki energy healing and doing all the things I say spiritual now. So I am a psychic medium. I do hold hold the podcast, the Intuitive Women podcast, as well as a Facebook group that I think I'm up to about 890 members. So it's been growing since 2014. And I started with this spiritual journey. I started with a spiritual journey for myself. I started at 29. I was a young mom with two children and I was just kind of finding myself like we all are, um, very alone, didn't have a lot of friends in the mommy world. And I walked into a yoga class and then, you know, everything kind of opened up from there. Um, the intuitive woman was born out of many evolutions. And I think we all do this as we grow and finding ourselves. And interestingly enough, I originally branded Get Into It with Tina Conroy and into it being a little bit of a slang, you know, intuition, because my, my true mission is that everybody has intuition and everybody can develop intuition, intuition and use it for their best ability. But the funny part is, is as I was growing and as I was learning, I went to my first podcast convention and I was walking around with my little tag and it was saying the intuitive woman. And everybody said, is it QuickBooks? You do accounting? And I'm like, no, no. By the fifth time of someone stopping me and saying, what's your podcast name? I thought, if they don't know what my podcast name, they're definitely not going to follow me. So the intuitive woman was born that night with a group of women. And that was another part of what I do now, empowering women and being with women. And we sat around in a room, sort of like a mastermind, like a small mastermind. And I said, I think I have a problem here. I, I have this podcast and nobody knows the name. And we kind of went around and the intuitive woman was born. And I'm going to say this to a lot of people, especially women that sometimes we just, we hide behind things. And I was kind of hiding behind it. And then when I claimed the intuitive woman, I remember thinking, if I say I'm the intuitive woman, then do other people think that they're not intuitive, right? Am I, I'm claiming the status for myself. But honestly, it was claiming it for myself, yes. Mm -hmm. And also claiming that we were all intuitive women slash beings. Um, so that's how the intuitive woman was born. And then from there, everything kind of went from there. And, and I, I just love it. I love empowering. I work mostly with women. I should say that I do see men, so I'm not against any men, but it, most of my following is women. And, and now since 2019, holding yoga and healing retreats with my real sister, yes. Dawn Peer, which is empowering women. I should say that I was holding retreats prior to that by myself. They were one day retreats and they were weekend retreats, but this was the first time we kind of merged together and said, let's do this. Let's take women to another state. And then with, when you came mm -hmm. out of the country, so yeah. Yeah. it's exciting. One of the things, Tina, about travel that I wanted to talk about um, is to share with you and anybody watching is during this time that we're experiencing 
uh, travel in 2021, um, what we're going to probably see by the predictors and the experts and the travel writers is a lot of adventure travel or getting out in nature. And when I attended your Spirit Sister retreat to Costa Rica, one of the first countries I think of when I think of eco or adventure is Costa Rica. And why don't you share um, with us how you and Dawn decided to attend, uh, decided to bring a group of women. There were 12 of us or 13? I believe there was, let's see, I, I believe there was 12 in Costa Rica because I we did Sedona earlier and I believe there's 13. So I think we had 12. So, so that's a lot. I mean, that's a large yeah. group of people yeah. coming from all over the country, coordinating, getting them together, going to a very remote destination, um, which was magical, but it was trying to get there. It was adventurous, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so what made you choose that international destination for your Spirit Sister Retreat last year? Sure. So a little backstory. So we did our first retreat in Sedona, Arizona. So it was stateside, but it was across the West Coast. We're, we're both from the East Coast. So that in itself was a challenge just to get everybody from East Coast to West Coast and our first retreat. I wanted to go to Costa Rica. It was my idea. I, I wanted to go to Costa Rica. So Dawn really knew more of Sedona. She had been to Sedona before. I had been to Arizona, but really not Sedona. She had more of an in. She kind of knew her way around there a little bit. I did not know my way around Costa Rica. However, I had a desire to go there. There was a, an aching desire, intuitive hunch to go there. And so I had never been there to Costa Rica, nor to the place we were going. However, this is the power of podcasting. And this is the power of connection and social media. I am friendly with Crystal Gray. And she was a guest on my podcast. She has a podcast herself and she does yoga teacher trainings as well as retreats in Costa Rica. So I reached out to her and I said, I want to go to Costa Rica. I have this desire to go to Costa Rica. And she said, I know exactly where you're going to go. You're going to go to Maliaka retreat. Mm -hmm. And this is the owners and this is what they are and this, and so forth. So on her word, literally on her word that if she's been going for years, so on her word, I connected with Skanda, who is the owner, his wife, Maria. I mean, and it just led from there. Now, little did I know that there was so much, you know, a lot that, and just to let everybody know, it's three and a half hours from the airport to this remote place we were going. Yes. Um, off the beaten path is my favorite thing. Off, off the beaten path. The beaten path. Um, yeah. To the point where, and there's there's a lot of stories I can go into, but to the point where when we land in the airport and everybody's kind of coming in and going through customs and so forth, Dawn's in one van, I'm in the other, I'm with a bunch of people. I don't know if I should tell the story, but go ahead. Story, but it's it's such a great time. Go for it. It is Wine Down Wednesday, right? Wine Down down Wednesday. Share the story. I need some wine for this one. Wine. <laughs> I know. You guys, this is the best story because you think about it. Intuitive woman, yoga retreat, and this is how it all starts. Go ahead, Tina. <laughs> okay. So, oh my goodness, I'm just laughing inside. So we land at the airport. We go through our customs. All the ladies come in. We're excited. Not everybody knows each other. We're all coming in. So we break up into two vans. One van has a bunch of ladies. Dawn's in one. I'm in the other. And um, I was in the van an, with you. I was with you. You were, you were with me. Yeah. And uh, I had the. We had an interpreter with us because no one else could speak. Um, you know, speak the country, the language, and I couldn't. And so we're, we kind of head out. So little do we know it's about three and a half hours away, but 
we just pull out of the air, airport and um, we get stopped. And so we get stopped and there's a lot of talk and, you know, I can't speak the language and I'm like, what's going on? And we're detained and we're detained. Next thing I know, you know, the militia is coming out and they're, you know, taking mirrors under the van and we're like, okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm now praying very hard. Mm -hmm. Um, I am calling on Archangel Michael and Archangel Raphael. And if you know me, all the angels and everybody and the saints and Anyone. Meanwhile, I'm meanwhile, I'm in the back drinking <laughs> imperial beer. Oh yes, and, and, and they're drinking beer. Yes. Um, not everybody, but anyway. yeah, we're ready. So now the mirrors are going under. And now there's more people. And now there's more policemen, and there's more. And and they're really it's it's getting heated. And I so now I'm texting my sister. Um, weird. We have police here. We're we're stopped. They're searching the car. She's like, "What do you mean?" And we have very little you know, limited, that was a lot of texting, right? Because we're in another country. Like long story short, um, Ashley, who was just a beautiful, beautiful being, we were connected with her. She was the go-between. So she comes over, to, I don't know if you know this story. So she comes over to me and she says, um, um, they're going to ask you a question. Just tell them you're my family. Mm-hmm. Tell them you're my family. I'm like, okay, um, they're all your family. We're all your family. Because mm-hmm. I guess there must have been a tip off Mm-hmm. And you know, here we are, American women coming in mm-hmm. and, you know, they're searching for drugs or whatever. Well, make a long story short, the van was not appropriately registered. It was registered, but I guess the license plates and the, and the driver's license didn't match, even though it was a company. I mean, this is all on the up and up, guys. But right, right. It's, 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 it got complicated. Right. So then the scariest part is they take off the license plates right. of the van, literally with screwdrivers. And I'm like oh, this isn't good. We have no license plates and we're in a foreign country and here we are. So now we follow the next van without license plates and we have to get a new van with new license plates. But so that was the beginning of our trip. Um, <laughs> very was, funny. It's a lot, it's a it's lot a more funny, detail than that. But. Right. It's a funny story. Once we got to our destination way in the mountains of Costa Rica, talking about the remote, what is the name of our retreat center again? So it's Maliaka, which is um, Maliaka Retreat Center, which I did not know until a couple days in that it means angel. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, that was, it's perfect. It's befitting. Maliaka, it means angel, apparently. Yeah. Well, what I, what I remember is, you know, the first day of travel, especially international travel for anybody, you've got to write it into your itinerary as your day of travel. It may turn into two days of travel. You may have crazy experiences like that. Um, but just chalk it up to part of your experience. But what I love, Tina, is waking up, not quite knowing where we were because it was dark upon arrival, and then opening the door to my patio, which had a dunk pool right in front of us. And immediately I'm just surrounded by rainforest. And in the distance was the Pacific Ocean. You could hear the ocean crashing on the shores. And it was just time to come up and have some coffee and start the retreat with you. Um, And from then it was just a unique, spiritual, um, fantastic experience. Um, Tell everybody what you try to put into each day. um, And then we can talk a little bit more about some of the excursions we took if you want. Sure. So Dawn and I really made a pretty thorough itinerary. We had thought really clearly about the travel day. Um, We were very lucky in this particular retreat that it was at a retreat center. So we didn't have to worry so much about the meals. Uh, We had people, beautiful, amazing women uh, cooking for us. So the meals were all taken care of. So we didn't have to clean and and cook 
and clean and so forth. Also, the yoga studio was right outside our bedroom. So we kind of were away from a lot of the ladies and we we shared the yoga retreat, uh, the studio itself. So the itinerary was really, we wanted everyone to have an experience, to have free time, but then again, to have, if you know, be busy if they want to. So every morning started with meditation. Um, we have meditation every single morning, I believe. 7.30 in the morning, I believe, or 8 in the morning. So meditation was optional every morning at, in the morning. And then we led our first yoga class. Um, after yoga, we had breakfast, which was always amazing. Beautiful fruits. And you, know, you can hear the holler monkeys. And I remember just seeing all the, the vegetation and the green. It's just so beautiful. It takes me back there. Um, and after lunch, there was, depending on the day, there may have been free time. But every day had meditation every day. Mm-hmm. two yoga classes every day, um, perhaps obviously free time. Um, and then there were either an excursion or we did a workshop. So everyone had options for that. And people did as much or as little as they wanted. Um, we had pulled in the re- retreat. So some people had like wading pools and other people had, you know, up the top house had a larger pool. So there was a lot of downtime. We had a lot of fun. We had a lot of downtime and we also built an excursion. So prior to going, we had uh, an excursion to uh, a beautiful waterfall, and um, which was a story in itself there. Right. And then we had another excursion to um, Turtle Beach, where we actually saw the baby turtles coming out. Uh, mm-hmm. The first thing I've ever seen in my life um, of that. So we built all the things in as much as we could each day. And how many days yeah. were we there? We had five days is what your retreat was, right? I and believe we... Yeah. Landed. Actually, it's coming up on November thirteenth. Mm-hmm. The year yeah. anniversary. Yeah, year anniversary very soon. So Costa I believe Rica. Saturday. I was just going to say Costa Rica is one of the few international countries that will allow United States citizens for entry. So you, we can leave if you want and head there. Oh, nice for a reunion. Let's give her. Let's give Ashley a call. Okay. I'm sorry. That's right. No, I'm ready. I'm ready. I I miss travel so much as I know a lot of us do. But it's people are going and people are are, are traveling. So we're glad to see it. Right. I know um, there's a lot of statistics that are showing that um, air travel is a lot safer than originally thought. Um, Lots of studies have taken place um, as long as everyone's wearing their masks, which the airlines are mandating. Um, I have traveled, I think, four or five round trips this year in the year of 2020 and have felt very confident, primarily on Southwest Airlines, where they've been blocking that middle seat. Uh, Tina, it's helped me um, feel confident with the mode of transportation. I did not mean to cut you off. Spirit Sister no. retreats in the future. Um, what do you What are you looking for? What are you and Dawn mm. brainstorming? So it's really interesting. We just did our first one day retreat, which was local to us. So it was within two hours driving, and the ladies came at nine a.m. and left at six p.m. And I think it was perfect for this time. It was perfect for people. They really couldn't get away. There's a lot of restrictions. Um, and we were under the, you know, the, uh, you know, very, we all were a compliance. We were all compliance. We wore masks, um, and we did all the, the correct things. So that was a good, a good one day, but we're looking at hoping we're hoping for that in 2021, we'll be able to do a extended weekend trip trip. So it may not be a full weekday trip, you know, a whole weekday, but, um, a weekend trip, maybe Thursday to Monday, or Thursday to Sunday, and again, a little bit more driving. So maybe three or four hours, maybe up closer into the vicinity of New York, maybe a little bit north of New York. Um, And then really hoping by end of 2021, early 2022, we can go out of state 
or even out of country. So that's, that's sort of the plan. Um, and it's an evolution. And also we, it's just also being really aware, but also wanting people to feel comfortable. So absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You can't, none, a travel advisor, professional travel advisor, you, a guide and a teacher, we can't change someone's mindset. So it all just has to take its time and we go with the flow. And when people are ready, people are ready. Um, Tina, my other question to you um, is, you know, not just about this spirit, spirit sister retreats, but as a instructor of yoga, I know you're a Reiki master um, and instructor. For those out there that don't know, I became a Reiki practitioner by uh, training with Tina Conroy recently. And that was a wonderful um, developmental time for me during our lockdown period. Um, Tina, what recommendations would you have to people or to me when I'm planning a trip for my clients to incorporate wellness into travel? What do you think could help relieve some of the stress of travel and help someone renew their spirit when they're on a journey instead of just sightseeing? I agree. Well, first of all, I think that this is the time for more and more people are yearning for self-care and yearning for wellness. And I can see from what just where my standpoint is more and more people are learning meditation or wanting to learn meditation. I have trained more people with Reiki since March than ever, so many people. And there's a yearning, there's a desire to have wellness. So it's so important that you're asking this question, Susie, because to incorporate wellness right now into a vacation, a trip is is really the next step, which I know this is your passion. What I would say is allow them to, I would, I would almost want to ask them where they're at. So we're, we're to meet them where they are. So everybody's in a different spot. You know, we're not going to, if somebody's not, you know, they all may want this wellness, but where, where do they meet? So it would be nice to just say, where are you at? You know, what are some of the things that you would want? Maybe give them some options or maybe a bit of a survey or application process. I'm not really sure. Mm -hmm. And so see them where, meet them where they're at. And then from there, let them explore. You know, I'm always going to be the one to say, nature, right? So incorporate nature. And and I know you're big on this, um, you know, guided walks, med- meditation, walking meditation, um, pauses in the day. Um, I think sensual and beautiful uh, surroundings, right? And so being able to really be aware of that. Right. Building in different practices, you know, maybe bringing in different uh, people in the area to talk about not only historically, but sacred sites, you know, sacred, you know, I always think of, you know, one day on my bucket list is at Machu Picchu and that's a sacred yeah. site. So bringing people maybe to perhaps sacred sites, but there's so many, so many cities and states that have their own sacred time and sacred history. Right. So building that in, um, I mean, there's so many things that I guess it depends on where the person's at Right. for you, you know, as a Reiki practitioner, you know, it's also building the space for them and, and allowing them to, you know, to hold that space for them to, um, you know, know that they can have healing and have, and also different services and things like that as well, which is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's beautiful. I think yeah. that's one of the one of the things that I try to share with people is I am a professional travel advisor, um, but my goal and what I enjoy the most is creating travel experiences. And I'm trying to incorporate while you're on a luxurious journey that you incorporate wellness in that. And um, that is the um, basis of a new podcast that I have called Luxurious Journeys. Um, and Tina, I follow you on your podcast. Can you tell us a little bit about what you bring to listeners? And um, you told us how your podcast name changed at the beginning. But just tell us a little bit about your podcast and what listeners can expect to hear when they uh, subscribe to you. Sure. Yes. Um, I love doing my podcast. It's one of my favorite things I love to do. And I love that you're a fellow podcaster now. She (laughs) podcasts, as we say, because she's, um, which is fun. So you will see, you will hear on my podcast, I'll have solo shows. And if it's solo, it may be a meditation. So I've been, my podcast has changed over the years, just like me. I'm always changing, always growing, always asking and, and, and seeing what my community wants. So right now you may find a solo episode, which is meditation only, which is professionally done meditations that I, I script and I kind of feel like I channel them. And then I also have interviews from many different people, uh, men and women. Uh, It may be a psychic medium. uh, It may be a particular author. It's really people that are embracing life, that are living to the fullest and are living a a spiritual life uh, authentically and vulnerably. Um, today, matter of fact, I just interviewed my good friend, Debbie Scuzzero, and she, uh, she's a medium and she talked about, um, worthiness and how it took her to be, to fill her passion and to, to find it where she is. So there's many different people. So you might find a solo show or you might find an interview. Uh, it's weekly. So I air every Tuesday and I'm on all the podcast players, Spotify, Apple podcasts, Alexa now. Um, so yeah, I love it. I really do. It's a great way. It's a great medium. And I've met so many amazing people um, podcasting. Mm-hmm. So. I'm excited. I'm I'm in the yeah. baby, baby beginning stages. But um, my goal with what we're doing tonight with Wind Down Wednesday is to interview um, and talk to people that are in the travel industry and also wellness. And the reason, of course, I invited you on, Tina, is I consider you one of my um, most proficient teachers, the expert in the industry of wellness. And um, we've worked a lot together. And it's just a nice way for me to merge um, those travel experiences with implementing wellness along the way. Um, I have looked down here and I know that um, Mercedes is with us today. Um, Sam, Sam, hi, Mercedes. Um, a friend of mine, Sam Ray wrote Costa Rica sounds wonderful. Um, I hope those of you that might be catching this at the end, go back to the beginning and listen to the, um, interesting experience we all had, uh, almost a year ago, to, uh, this next week or so in Costa Rica on one of Tina and Dawn's spirit sister retreats. I was hoping that we might have a question from our audience out there. Um, I haven't seen any quite yet. Have you on your pages? Let me double check. Uh, I can only see on my phone. So let me see. Mercedes said hi. Mercedes says hi. Hi, everybody. I think that's everything you see. Mercedes just went on our one-day retreat. So she just recently went on a one-day retreat. And she's another Reiki uh, practitioner that that is in training. Uh, And I don't know. Let me just check the other page. I'm just going to... I don't know if I can do that. So we'll see. Since we... um, Why don't we say we've got about... Four minutes and we'll hit a half hour. Okay. Time flew by fast. I know. Why don't I ask you just because we've talked about it twice? Okay. To someone, when you say you got to ask them where they're at, 
if there's someone right now watching or watches later and they don't understand what is Reiki, how would you describe mm-hmm. that to them, Tina? Sure. So Reiki is a hands-on modality. Uh, it's an energy modality from Japan. And Dr. Masuo, uh, Masuo Osui um, is the lineage that uh, I'm under and Susie's under. Um, Reiki is allows the body to go from the sympathetic nervous system to the parasympathetic nervous system. So I always like to say, and, and I can explain it, by the way, everyone, I can explain it as long, as long as I can, but it really is an experience. Um, it's a hands-on or hands-on hover. The practitioner is channeling or allowing universal life force energy down through their crown, down through their hands and to the recipient, but it's not their energy. And it works on the chakra system, which are the energy centers. And we as people have, um, through different things in our life, day-to-day, physical, mental, spiritual, um, emotional things that come up. So we may feel blocked or we may have discomfort, may have pain. So Reiki allows that discomfort that to dissolve, that stress to dissolve and feel the body at ease. So if you can go away with one thing, I want you to think that when we say dis-ease, um, D-I-S, ease, that's when the body's dis-ease, but really the body should be at ease. So when we add the dis in front of it, that's when there's a complication. So Reiki brings the body back to its normal natural state. Um, you don't have to be very, very sick to receive Reiki. I get that question a lot. You know, it doesn't have to be very ill. Think of it as a tune-up. You could be having just a challenging, stressful time and Reiki will help. You could be also going through something extremely difficult or um, even life-threatening and it can help. So it's uh, it's a beautiful thing. Um, if, I, if you haven't tried it, experience it. There are many Reiki practitioners, uh, usually where you are, and it also can be done distantly. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And again, I can explain it and explain it and explain it and explain it, but it's still, yeah. you know, one of those things. I should have you back another time. And we just talked Reiki. We've yeah. talked about so much today, Tina, and our time has gone by so quickly. I just want to um, have you just tell everybody where I will put this in the show notes. Um, but you. if anybody would like to follow you, Tina, um, on any of the modalities that you're on, let everybody know how to follow you, Tina. Sure. So um, I hang out a lot on Instagram um, at the intuitive woman podcast is the intuitive woman podcast and my facebook page is the intuitive woman page i also have an invite only group which is the intuitive woman uh, facebook group and that's invite only and i do live at five which is card readings every friday in the group and then also on the instagram i guess it would be ig so um my website is pretty simple it's tinaconroy.com and you can find me on all the the channels so yeah, reach out to me. And I love this. This is great. It went so fast. Oh, I know. Well, when good friends get together over a glass of wine and we can talk about <laughs> white and red, Chardonnay. What do you there have? Go. Rose all day. So Chardonnay uh, all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Tina, thank you so much. I'm going to sign off um, to all of our viewers out there and we'll post some notes in there. Thanks again for spending this evening on Wine Down Wednesday with me and Friends, follow me over on Lux Low Country Travel, um, my website or um, my Facebook page. Same name. Take care, everybody. Cheers. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.